0: Hey this is Reza. This is Sandy. Welcome to the Stone Cold Sober Podcast.
1: Thanks for stopping by.
0: Hello and welcome to the 181st episode of the Stone Cold Sober Podcast. We are yet again doing another early recording.
1: Yeah um, Where are you off to this weekend? Heading
0: off to Indiana My brother's getting married So Lane and I are driving out Late Thursday night Well not late th- well, Even like Thursday afternoon Early evening Trying to arrive um, In the morning And uh, the, m- the morning of Friday The wedding's on Saturday And then we'll drive back on Sunday But Just to make sure that we have something And we're not You know To put up And I'm most likely gonna crash As soon as I get home Sunday We're recording now
1: yeah, fair enough. Are you gonna be doing most of the driving or are you and Elena gonna switch off? We'll
0: see. Um the on the way out to Indiana at least, I anticipate that I'll be doing most of it. So I'm trying to stay up just a couple of hours later each night, like tonight and uh, and tomorrow night, so that on Thursday I'm not fall- I'm not getting tired at like ten PM. I'm trying to be I'm trying to be good until at least midnight and if Elena can swatch, can swap over. At midnight, then, or whatever time I get tired, then you know we'll swap. Otherwise, we're gonna like crash at rest stop, or if we need to, um, get a get a hotel room for the night.
1: Do, do you guys pack food on these trips, or do you stop at places along the way? A little way?
0: bit of both. We pack we pack a little bit like like some snacks, but not like real meals. And and then, mm-hmm. yeah, we'll stop at rest areas for for uh, food. But yeah, when you're doing that, you're just eating junk more or less. Yeah which is yeah one of the things which is is fun i
1: started doing is it it, i mean so i mean that we'll get into a part of it uh about the junk food but junk food is fun because it's like rare or whatever but man does it destroy my stomach really it's never it's never good on the way out
0: oh yeah not for me (laughs) no i don't know i mean when it when it comes to like car trips i'm i'm more i'm more open to it um when you when you're Um, at an airport I feel like that. I feel like there there's different levels of of hiked up prices. The you know, when you go to like a regular uh when you go to a regular fast food spot the price the prices are, you know, as cheap as can it be. When you're at a rest stop on the road, the prices are slightly inflated, but when you're in an airport, you're stuck, there's no other options. You are forced to eat what they have, and therefore they just they just launch their prices, they just they just skyrocket. So when I'm at an airport I tend to not really bother with some of the junk food options because they're just as expensive as like sitting down in a restaurant and getting like you know a grilled piece of chicken, um right, but uh yeah, when I'm on the road, especially when I'm not trying to stay, I'm not trying to be stopped for too long yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna we we'll do the fast food thing,
1: yeah, I like to pack sandwiches on like road trips, um if I'm trying to like reduce the uh i guess the dependency on fast food, yeah, um. So I yeah so uh, like you said before, Carolyn and I had uh, gone to San Francisco this weekend, or this past weekend for Memorial Day, and it was a great trip overall. Um, I this was probably for me my least organized trip in in many ways. Uh, one being that I let Carolyn sort of take the lead on what she wanted to see because I had been to SF uh num- a number of times. So, and because this was her first time, I let her decide what we were going to be seeing um, but also you'll you'll laugh, but normally, I like to see myself as a pretty well like prepared traveler, but there were a lot of interesting moments this trip where I thought I lost or forgot or misplaced something <laughs> um i mean we 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 were supposed to fly out on Friday at four fifty uh from JFK and so I decided that alright on Friday why don't we leave my place at two because you know, leaving with about three hours uh until we had to fly seemed like a good amount of time to just in case there was traffic and just in case um we actually weren't gonna be able to take advantage of TSA pre check. Um because the airline that we flew, Alaskan Airline, um had moved terminals to Terminal seven and because it was still under construction, that there wasn't an opportunity to use TSA PreCheck, So I figured, you know what, let's leave a little bit early. But when we got into the car, it was almost bumper-to-bumper traffic once we got into Brooklyn. And so in my mind, I'm thinking to myself, all right, originally we, were, we left at like 2, we were supposed to get there at 3. And then it's like 3, 3.15, 3.30, 3.45 and dude this guy had to take us thankfully this guy was like a, a native of the of the neighborhood around the the airport because we he showed us the uh sort of the Waze app and it was just all red all into like all along the highway leading into uh the airport and he's saying it's a couple of things one um mayor bloomberg doesn't uh, bloomberg doesn't like uh De Blasio, so the current mayor. So when Bloomberg was on his way out, he actually greenlit all of the construction like projects to go on during the day. Um, That's messed up. So yeah, so not only is there like a shit ton of around the clock construction work, but then you also have Memorial Day traffic, and you had accidents that day. So it was just bumper to bumper traffic. Like if We stayed on the main road. It was probably going to take us over three hours to get to the airport. And he was taking us on side roads. And actually, it ended up being one of those things where, like, everyone was taking side roads as well. And so I'm trying to stay calm, right? Because I don't want Carolyn to freak out. But in my head, I'm thinking to myself, like, are we going to fucking miss? Are we going to miss this flight? Because I didn't leave early enough. And I'm thinking to myself, there's no way on God's green earth I was going to leave for a 450 flight at 1 p.m. That w- that made no sense to me.
0: It's just not a, it's not a good and, way to start a trip. You don't want to be missing a flight.
1: Well, right. It it almost reminded me of our Brazil f- oh, cab man, ride. That in. was
0: that was craziness.
1: Cuz that was stressful. Um so as we're getting closer to the airport The guy goes, hey, you're flying out of Terminal 7. You should be okay. It's the smallest terminal because normally I'm flying out of Terminal 4. And that's like JFK is like I think the biggest terminal, if not one of the biggest terminals. And so he goes, if you're flying out of Terminal 7, that's only Alaska and Virgin. Like there's not a lot of people there. He goes, guarantee you 200 people max. And thankfully we get there and it's like the shortest security line ever because we got to the – uh terminal at four o'clock we were in the car for two hours and we got in and then we had to check in at the counter because i got my tickets through like chase uh like the travel portal with the points yeah. and then had to you know sort of get a printed out boarding pass and then go through security we got to our gate at four thirty, and there was about 10 minutes before we had to start boarding which all in all is good because we're not waiting around for too long, but also part of me was like, oh, I wanted to get some food because we're gonna be landing like at around eight, um, and I didn't want to like rush from the airport to the Airbnb, get settled, and go out to get dinner. You know what I mean? Like I wanted something in my stomach, knowing that this flight wasn't going to be giving like meals, um, so that I wanted something in my stomach. We get on the plane. Plane's pretty good, um, but then we were stuck on the tarmac for about an hour. And I don't know if it was because there was like a ton of planes ahead of us, but we were delayed by an hour. And so we landed in San Francisco. I mean, it was a pretty clear flight once we got there, but it was, I think we landed at like 9.30. And so by the time we got to the Airbnb, it was like already like 10.30 or whatever. Mm. And so, like, San Francisco closes, like, mad early unless you go into, like, the mission or whatever. I don't think we had it in us to go into the mission to grab food because that's where all the bars are, too. So you have to deal with, like, the bar crowd on a on a Thursday night or a Friday night. Um, so we ended up going to the Target to grab some – there was a Target, like, two blocks away. So we got a DiGiorno pizza. Um, I haven't had DiGiorno no in years, dude. Um, and then I got – uh, what do we get? We got like some mini everything bagels and some cream cheese and some fruit just for breakfast. So we didn't have to like go out to like restaurants or whatever to grab breakfast. We could just make some coffee and, and do this. Now, so uh, we get back and we're starting to heat up the pizza in the oven. I'm showering. Dude, all of a sudden, out of fucking nowhere, the fire alarm goes off. Wow. And I'm and I'm like, what is going on? Because the the pizza isn't smoking. The pizza was, in fact, out of the oven by now. And the only thing that we could have thought of was I showered with the door open. So are you telling me that the steam from the shower caused the fire alarm to go off? Dude, it was it was one of those, like, really loud fire alarms. And so I'm standing on a chair trying to, like, hit the button <laughs> to get it to go off. Yeah. But every time you hit the button, it's, like, mad loud too, right? right? So I ended up just yanking it off the, the wall. Like, I unscrewed it off the yeah, wall. the batteries. And then I – well, I didn't – put. I didn't pull the batteries out because I couldn't get the thing to open huh. but what I ended up doing was I just wrapped it in a towel <laughs> and so for the rest of the oh time oh my there, god are you serious yeah but this was dude this was at like 11pm and so I could hear people like rustling or like before it was a pretty quiet like building you know there's only four units in the building Yeah. and then all of a sudden once the alarm goes off you can hear like a lot of noises from the other apartments. so you know that's like the the best way to meet your neighbors um. So the entire time I'm on an edge because I'm thinking to myself like every time we get in the shower or cook eggs or whatever, I'm like, dude, is this fire alarm about to go off? Um. But you know, we slept, and then the next day we started our day off by going to see the uh, the painted ladies. I think that was what they're called. You know, the the full house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Houses. I saw that picture. So we. Lo- yeah. So we we uh, we were close to that, and then. We ended up cabbing it to the pier, Pier 33, because we had tickets to go to Alcatraz. Alcatraz is pretty dope. Um, Like Our one ticket was all-encompassing of a round-trip ferry ride and an audio tour while we were in the prison. So we ended up spending about three hours on the island, which is pretty good. Um, great weather, uh, the audio tour is really cool, they have daytime and nighttime tours, and I, everyone strongly recommends a nighttime tour, but it just books out so far in advance that you know we, we weren't on our game enough to to know to do that, so we ended up just doing the, uh, the daytime tour. From there, uh, afterward, we ride the, uh, the ferry back. How long of a ferry ride is it? How long is a ferry? It's probably no more than 15 okay. minutes. I'm, yeah, it's real. It's really I'm great. asking
0: for my future self if I ever, if I ever want to go, because I told you about going to Robin Island. 45 minutes, I got seasick, and it's not a good look. Yeah. it's too, too damn long. But here's the thing, though.
1: You're in the actual yeah, ocean,
0: right? Here, you're just in the bay.
1: You're in the bay, and you're around the Cape of Good Hope, right? Like that's known to have some Super of the worst choppy, choppy waters. waters. Right, you're still in the bay. It's fine. You're totally okay. Fine. Um, it's totally worth it too like it's only 30 some bucks and you get everything uh i would bring some food though just because the only thing that they have are like bogus sandwiches so in case you get hungry or whatever um anyways so we took the ferry back and then we walked along the the water so we walked from like pier 33 to 39 um fisherman's wharf uh all that stuff and then we actually went to in and out burger um because carolyn was like i need to know what in and out is like what did she think so here's the thing. Before we get into that.
0: Cuz and I had the same Lane and I did the same thing. She'd never been before. But I'll let you continue. But
1: you guys you guys have had Shake Shack, right?
0: Once. I've only had it once. I think Lane has had it twice and I don't even remember what it tasted like. It's been a while.
1: Okay. So the the bait comes down to do you like Shake Shack or do you like In-N-Out? They both are very similar burgers, but I think the one thing that really separates them is the fact that if you were to go in and just get, like, a double-double, which is basically two patties, a cheese on a, on a bun with lettuce made of onion.
0: And the secret sauce.
1: from, Well, right. I just It's the Mac sauce. Let's just be <laughs> honest with each other. It's the Big Mac sauce. Um, uh, you can find a very similar, if not better, sauce on a Smith burger um, from the Smith. oh, no, it's kind of bring back, and back out, into this, man. Yeah, it's a one is day one. If you get an in and out burger that double double it comes up to five dollars you get the same burger from shake shack in the city it's close to 12 or 13. wow so so that you you can never forget that right because people are like oh you know in a blind taste test, it's all that matters like or one burger costs over twice as much right so if like is the shake shack burger over twice as good as in and out i'm not sure but we both got double doubles fries and uh, a drink and this was the first time i had diet coke in a long time so when i had that first day with diet coke man i was like holy shit this is so good diet coke is so good i don't i don't do diet of... i don't I, I don't like the way you don't do Diet. yeah i don't like the way they taste i'll do i'll do mexican cokes and then diet coke like i don't mess with regular coke mm-hmm. Or Coke Zero. I, I think that stuff tastes nasty.
0: I love. It's way too sweet. I find it funny that they call them Mexican cokes. Like I don't know when this became a thing. Like I just call it. I just call them sodas with real sugar. That's that's what I call them.
1: I mean, the the, the, the glass bottle ones they're called Mexican cokes. Are being shipped up from Mexico. Yeah,
0: yeah. I get that, but I mean, you can get you get glass cokes anywhere else in this in this in this world, and they're not from Mexico necessarily. Right, so, but the
1: ones that you're getting yes, here,
0: but which I tend are, to not get very often, I've had more, I've had more African cokes than Mexican cokes, which are from glass bottles and were the same formula. But that's beside the point. Right.
1: Well, right. It's because they're they're using cane yeah, sugar.
0: Yeah. And it's because right. Lena was telling me the other day, it's be it's apparently because, um, I guess there's there were some. I think I think the sugar industry cannot is not allowed to sell the sugar to coke at at a certain price which is why the high fructose corn syrup is just cheaper which is why they use it here something like that at least
1: okay um, but yeah so she said that she liked it but she still likes Shake Shack more uh, I think Shake Shack burgers are good um, but I like it out that being said, dude, I I I got the runs after eating it. I ain't going on. I ain't gonna lie. I do a decent job of not eating like too much junk food in terms of, like burgers, fry, like you know like from fast food joints. Um, but man, when I ate that, like I could tell twenty minutes later, I was like, I'm gonna pay for this really hard. <laughs> and I know that In and Out like makes their burgers fresh or whatever, but there's something in the water then, because it destroyed me and ball don't lie. So, um, we ended up walking from, so we ate the in and out in a park, like around the water. So sort of, like near uh Ghirardelli square. Yeah. Uh, and then we walked up to Lombard street and then we ended up walking back to our Airbnb because the weather was so nice and it was only like two miles or whatever. So we're like, yeah, let's just walk for 45 minutes. Um, and then we sort of just like saw the city, and I think we were seeing a lot more of the residential areas because we didn't go into Fidai or Soma or whatever all the high rise buildings are downtown. So we got to see we got to see a much different side of San Francisco than like a city in New York, you know, where every, every all the buildings are really tall. Um, we went to this restaurant that night called Delfina. A nice little Italian spot, same people who own Delphina Pizzeria next door and Laconda in SF, and then the food was good. Uh, we got like uh, some baked dough with animal lard um, on top that tasted really good. Uh, we got some pasta that tasted really good. Um, one was a stuffed pasta, and then one was a like, like a tagliatelle, like a long flat ribbon pasta. Um, I also got tripe. Uh, but, um, Carolyn didn't mess with it. And then we got some, we got some dessert that was pretty good. And then we ended up just like going home, um, back to the Airbnb and just like going to sleep. Uh, just cause I think we were pretty, pretty zonked from the day. Um, I think we ended up walking like 25,000 steps. Like it was a good amount of steps.
0: Yeah. Were you wearing your Fitbit?
1: I mean, I was wearing my, my watch. Oh, you're, you my my garment. Oh, gotcha, gotcha.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then the uh, the next day, uh, we woke up and we went to Lands End. You've done Lands End, right?
0: No. I don't think so.
1: Okay. The next time you're you're there, take a take a car to Cliff House and then do the Lands End hike. It's a it's not I mean it's, it's no like Blanca Lake, but um, it's a it's a nice walk along the water. Um, you're basically walking along a cliffside, which is really nice. Yeah. That
0: might be terrifying for me. <laughs> How high up is it? Oh,
1: it's, it's not that oh, okay. high. I mean, you can, if you stay in the path, you're oh, fine. Okay. You have to like, you sort of like have to walk off the path, like downstairs or whatever to get to the water. Yeah. You're never like in a place where you'll like actually die. Okay. Um, well, you've got to be a real idiot to like throw yourself off the cliff to get. There. I mean,
0: like, I, I, I think when it comes to fears though, there's not really much rationality when it comes behind, when it comes to it. Like. I uh, went, you know, the hike that I was on when I was in South Africa. I was terrified, and all I needed to do was just keep one foot in front of the other, like it was pretty stable ground. It, there wasn't really much risk of falling, but still, just the sense of the height and the potential for falling terrifies me. Right.
1: Um. So we did Lands End, and then what? So then we walked through like. When you walk from Land's End to, like, China Beach, there's, like, this neighborhood that has, like, some really, really, really nice houses. And so we just walked through, like, a really rich neighborhood, saw some stuff. We ended up taking a car back to the place because I needed to meet a friend for lunch, and Carolyn needed to meet a friend for lunch. So we were going to split up then. Uh, So I met a friend, and we got, like, Mexican food. I got a breakfast burrito, which is really good. You know, you don't – it's not too often you get breakfast burritos. Um – on the east coast so i got a breakfast bur- burrito with some horchata she went to a pizzeria and it was great to catch up with friends um she's one of those friends that like i went i met in governor school when i was a rising senior in high school and we've still kept in touch um so she used to be in the she used to be in new york in banking and then she joined uber like four and a half years ago yeah so she was like uh employee number 600 something and now they're up to like employee 17,000 which is kind of nuts right because um, you think like oh man 600 people that's a lot of people but then yeah, like yeah. what if you blow that out to 17,000 right? right um and then we ended up meeting at the golden gate like park uh welcome center or whatever and we walked the entire length of the bridge the each way, I think it's 1.7 miles, it's either 1.7 miles or 1.7 kilometers. Um, but I think it's 1.7 miles because it took us about 45 minutes to walk it, and at a 20 minute pace, that kind of makes sense. Uh, it was a little bit windy, but it was a lot of fun to walk over it. And then we walked in over to Marin County, we sat and like sort of looked at the, uh, the skyline, and then we walked back. Uh, we and then we, um Yeah, we walked along like sort of like these like paths on the other side of the bridge. Now we're back in SF. We took a car back to our place to freshen up. And then we went to this restaurant called SPQR, which is one of the fancier Italian restaurants. Um, What's interesting is the place – well, first of all, I thought our reservation was at 8. It wasn't at 8. It was at 8.45. So I felt like an idiot. When I walked in, she goes, hey, Sandy, table for two? And she goes, uh, what time? I go, hey. She goes – We have you for eight forty-five, and I was like, "Fuck!" So we ended up just walking around the neighborhood for a little bit and going to a CVS to like buy food for the flight. But here's the thing about this restaurant, Rosa: food was okay. Definitely not worth the hype Mm -hmm. because it was hyped up in all the food lists. Um, And it might—I don't know if it was because the food was genuinely not as good as I wanted or thought it was going to be. Or if it was because the tables that we were sitting next to were like so close to us. So the all of the reviews say that it's a cozy restaurant. Well, cozy is just code name for we're going to bump elbows with the people next to us. Right. And so Carolyn and I were basically in the middle of like these two tables. One I thought was a first date. Another was, you know, it was just like, I don't want to be able to hear your conversation this clearly. Because like in New York, it could be the same coziness. But at least there's a liveliness to things where it feels like, like whereas, like if you and I were having a dinner or a meal at this place, like you and I could have a conversation about whatever, the people next to us, you would have to really like be blatant about paying attention to hear them. Otherwise, it's just like you're just another face in the crowd having a conversation over dinner. Like there's a, I think there's a different type of coziness there with this one because it was not only cozy but a little bit quiet, like I felt like if you just took a breath in the middle of a conversation, you could tap into everyone else's conversation, and so I didn't like that, and I also felt like the the people next to us are just weird as fuck, and so that's always one of the things that I don't really mess with San Francisco people like you want you want a hot take the, the weather's good, the weed is good, the food is okay, but the people are like people are off. Um, it was just funny because I just felt like such an old man. Like you remember when you said like, you hate people, you hate crowds of people. Yeah. Um, I felt like I was playing the old man role, and Carolyn had to was either laughing at me or calming me down because I was like, I just everyone out here is being an idiot right now. Um, just have very little patience for stupidity. Um, but we, I mean, the dinner was 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 okay. It wasn't worth the price of admission. Um, but then we ended up taking you know, a car back and by now it was like probably like eleven thirty. We go to bed and so here's the last thing, like we our flights at nine fifty. So we were gonna get up at seven, get ready and head out. And then when we called the lift, the car was like two minutes away. So I thought I had packed up everything. And then I closed the door and then I have to put the key, I had to lock the front door, I had to put the key in a lockbox in like a next to a potted plant in the in the place, right? And I head out. And then there's two front doors out of the main building. Okay. And and then we're on the street. We get into the car. I'm I'm just sort of like, you know, mindlessly like putting my hands in my pockets. I feel my wallet. I feel my phone. I don't feel my passport though. So I think to myself, "Holy shit! Did I just leave that place without my passport? Which is technically the only mode of like ID that I have to get me back home." So I literally tell the guy, "Hold up." He goes, "What's wrong?" He goes, "I need to drive back. I think I forgot my passport in the thing."
0: You almost had you had a you had a uh, resa leaving Bahrainis moment, huh? Exactly, exactly. So wait, wait. How come you? How come you're using your passport? Because my
1: because New York, you can't fly when domestically when New York. ID. Oh, New the York real ID, ID is one, it's of, one those of the states. real
0: ID places. Yeah, yeah. Pennsylvania has that too, but they've got some extensions so you can still use it. I think now, but yeah, it's going away soon. Okay.
1: Yeah, and I also. Don't have a PA ID anymore. Right, right. Um, So I frantically text the Airbnb people. I call the Airbnb people, leave a message. And I'm thinking to myself, holy shit, we're going to miss this flight because I'm an idiot for forgetting my passport. And then I'm like, you know what? While we're waiting, I'm just going to check one pocket of my backpack. And lo and behold, it was there. And what was consistent on this trip was I kept putting my wallet and my phone in pockets that I normally don't put stuff in. Yeah. And because of that, when you put your f- your hand there, like out of sort of muscle memory, yeah. you get that heart-sinking feeling because it's not there. Oh, I know that one. Whereas I probably had that happen five times to me on this trip, which is five times too many and five times more than I normally have it. Oh man! But thankfully, the Lyft guy was still there across the street waiting. So when I called him again, and he looked up, he pointed at me. He made a face. And I pointed at him, and I made a face. I was like, hey, <laughs> So got you. He was very nice about canceling the first ride because we didn't make a half a block before I told him to turn around. Yeah. So he could have ch- double charged me, and it would have been fine. I just would have tried to work through it Lyft, but he proactively canceled that ride, and then you know we got to the uh, then we got to the airport. And, you know, we were able to have a bagel, uh, some really shitty coffee, and then uh, we got to, uh, we got onto the plane and Carolyn's headset, like, uh, monitor wouldn't work. No audio.
0: Yep. That's annoying.
1: So, so what we ended up doing was we both played the same movie at the same time and just shared my, my earbuds so that she could listen to the, to the movie. And for the first one, I passed out, but for the second one, we saw Crazy Stupid Love and I got to re-see that movie. And then, you know, got home, uh, we got off the plane at around 6, and then we, instead of taking a car, because we landed in Newark this time, and I basically told her, all right, listen, if a car is under $50, we take it. But if it's over $50, we will take the train. Car comes out to $78, oh which is a normal amount for you to get back into the city from Newark. But she showed me how to take the rail link, I mean the the air train to the rail link, so we then took New Jersey Transit, and we didn't have to wait too long for that train. So we basically took public transportation. It was like a like less than half the price per person, so that was worth. How
0: it. how long did that take to get back to your place?
1: Probably the same amount. It probably took like a like seventy five minutes or we'll so. Huh. All in all, in seventy five minutes. Wow, yeah, like and like thirty you know, like
0: some dollars per person.
1: Exactly. Wow. Now, if you think about it, seventy some dollars. And they said that it was only going to take an hour to get home, but there was no way that at 6 o'clock on Memorial Day Monday from New Jersey into the city, there was not going to be any traffic. Yeah. Like, unless you're able to guarantee me that you'll do 85 plus all the way through, it's not worth it then. So then we got home, and then uh, I had cleaned my apartment. Like, I did a deep clean of the apartment before I left, so we came back and it was spotless and then we did meal prep and then i passed out at like 11 so that was my memorial day
0: nice <laughs>
1: yeah yeah i feel like i f- i flew through that but um it was a great trip overall
0: yeah sounds good it's good to yeah. uh, and, and that was your first trip alone together right
1: yes nice we didn't kill each other that's good um still so hanging out
0: <laughs> that's also good yeah, right. You don't hate each other after spending that time with each other,
1: right, um, not too shabby, yeah, uh, I think our next trip is July fourth
0: okay, sounds good,
1: yeah, man. what are you doing for July fourth
0: uh no plants, no plants for the fourth okay. yeah, probably All right. what 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 day is it again? It's like a Wednesday the fourth
1: it's a Wednesday, yeah,
0: probably do we'll probably just do some barbecuing again Lane and i did, we did three barbecues this past weekend we might have we might either host something at our place or maybe I like go to my parents, I don't know.
1: That's fun. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Like it was it's just uh-huh. good to spend
0: time, just kick it with uh with family and I feel like it's easier for me to relax and enjoy, and just and not even stress about like work or anything else in life when I'm spending time with with family. So. Yeah, that that's all I need for the 4th
1: nice um we oh yeah so we'll be leaving that friday uh and then be back sunday and it's basically one of the classic like 12 person in a house all weekend right. uh grilling and chilling right chilling and grilling either order yeah um so that's that's really it uh this might be crazy but you want to get out of here
0: <laughs> yeah it's kind of late right Real quick, yeah. real quick, I gotta say, uh, cause I didn't mention this on my LA podcast, uh, In N Out Burger, I feel like it's just overrated. Yeah, I feel like, I, mean, it's, it's I feel like it's heavily overrated. Like th- people will list In N Out as like their favorite fast food burger. And I just, I honestly wouldn't mind just getting a Big Mac over, over an In N Out burger. Mm. I don't even eat McDonald's like that. Like I, I, I can't remember the last time that I had a Big Mac. But I just didn't think. I would rather I just do think,
1: fried chicken sandwiches. Yeah, I love fried chicken sandwiches. Honestly.
0: Chick-fil-A, any day.
1: Chick-fil-A, any um,
0: day. A Five Guys burger. I don't know if Five Guys really qualifies as fast food because I think it just takes a, it takes a bit longer. But I feel like they're doing the same thing, you know, grilling up burgers, to, like made to order. Right. Um, but yeah, and, and Lena definitely felt the same about it. Uh, one, one thing I will give it credit for is just not being a greasy burger. I really like that. It's like, not it's like all. a very dry, like clean burger. Everything's it's pretty, clean. everything stayed together. Everything like was where it belonged. So I really did enjoy that. But overall, yeah. taste wise, I just didn't feel like it was anything special. People hyped it up a lot and it was not what I was expecting. But that's all I gotta say about that.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, it's not bad. Uh, but I don't know if it's the best. Yeah. I'm going to... Uh, Carolyn and I are going to be doing... Because it's supposed to rain all weekend. Um, I have a five-mile race. Uh, And then... Uh, that's really, I think, the main thing I'm doing this weekend. But we're going to go hit up the uh, the Natural History Museum. Have you ever done the Natural History Museum in New
0: York? No. I don't think I've ever been Dude, to any museums in New York. You
1: should totally do it. Um, Because they have the Neil deGrasse Tyson like... IMAX space movie, that's always dope. Oh, word.
0: You're not gonna you're uh, not gonna fall asleep a... during it like you did at the Planetarium, right? In DC. I mean
1: it's the same movie. It's yeah. Oh, same it's the
0: same one? Ah, oh, Jesus. I yeah. already saw it. I didn't sleep through it like everybody else. Oh I did. I was there. I think we all did no, except yeah. you. Yeah, everyone. I'll watch Why it. Why couldn't
1: we all sleep through it? I
0: think it must I think it must have been the itis Everybody that's you, right. you guys ate we a lot. crazy food Right like we I guess we we ate too. We didn't get there. we didn't get there after after everyone ate. We just you guys were like eating soups I think when we got there because I forgot my jacket and I had to, and we had to turn around. So we ended up being like an hour late. Um but yeah, must have been the itis.
1: Yeah. Um but so we're going to do that and then we're going to uh take it up Shake Shack. So we'll see if it holds up.
0: Yeah. I'll have to try Shake Shack again at some point. But
1: yeah, the next time you're here, we can do it.
0: Yeah, there's one here, Christiana too. That's the one. That's the only one that I've been to. I went there like probably over a year ago and I don't, I really don't remember it. Oh, real quick. Oh, I
1: didn't know that there was one in Christiana. Yeah,
0: it's Park. relatively new, I think. Okay. Um, I got to tell you real quick about this uh, CrossFit workout that I did yesterday. Uh, it's called the Murph. It's in memory of, uh, Lieutenant Michael Murphy. He was played by Taylor Kitch. I think is how you pronounce his name yeah. in, uh, Lone Survivor with Mark Wahl- Wahlberg. Yeah. And the, the Murph workout, cause I, I've told you about it before, but I didn't do it, but I did the half, the half version of it. You basically start off, you do a one mile run, then you come in, and the way I think he did it would be, uh, do 100 pull ups. Then do 200, 100 pull ups, 200 push ups.
1: I'm out. 300
0: air squats and then run another mile. Um, now the way, the way that we did it or way most people, like most people modified it. They didn't do it like a hundred pull ups, then do 200 push ups. They, they split it up. So, uh, I was doing it. I did it in 20 sets, which is just so, it's brutal. It's a lot. Like, so five pull ups, 10 push ups, 15 squats, but doing that 20 times. Is insanely exhausting. The push-ups just destroyed me. Um, oh, dude! And like the pull-ups too. Like the, you can do kipping. You can do kipping pull-ups, so you're not doing like strict pull-ups. Um, so it makes it a little bit easier, but it's still also exhausting. After I think my fifth, my fortieth uh, pull-up, fortieth out of a hundred, my despite wearing gloves, my my um, my my hand tore. Some of my skin tore. And so Ooh. I just had to, I had to stop doing them and I started just doing like the modification, which was the jump and pull ups. But then, all, yeah, even the, even the push ups became too exhausting at like, Yikes. I think a hundred. So halfway through, I had to start doing, um, I had to start doing push ups on a, like an elevated surface, like a box, which is kind of how most people do it. Like most people do their own thing, but this hour is just long. I took a, it took me, I think 61 minutes to finish. It took Lane like 60 took her about the same she finished like in 61 44 um the coaches most of them did the 100 200 300 in a row so they didn't do like any little modifications of doing uh push-ups and and and, um squats in in between sets they took about 50 to 60 minutes but geez like that i can't imagine that sounds horrific it is an insane workout like uh you feel good You feel good when you're, when you're on that final stretch, that final, like, hundred meters, but that last mile just sucks. The squats, the squats are the easiest part of the workout. They're not that, they're not very difficult because they're just, you know, they're unweight. Oh, actually, uh, Michael Murphy would do this with a 20 pound, uh, vest. So a lot of people actually, like, the, the coaches, the more advanced people were wearing 20 pound vests. So that made the squats a little bit more difficult, but they're also running with this vest on. But the squats weren't that bad. However, when you've done three hundred squats and your legs your legs do hurt a little bit, you're doing that run and you don't you, it's hard to pick your legs up. Sure. But uh that was that was a fun workout. Definitely the hardest workout that I've ever done in CrossFit, so I just have to tell you about that real quick.
1: Yeah, absolutely. On that note, yes. let's take that workout and let's jump out
0: this bus. <laughs> I don't oh, think that was a I'll good transition. Fortnite. I'm not going to lie. I'll have Fortnite. Let's go play Fortnite. i don't th- I'll play Fortnite. I'm just saying that wasn't a good transition, but that's fine. i gonna play Fortnite. All right, guys. Well, I'm Reza.
1: I'm Sandy. Thanks for listening. We'll see you guys next week. Bye.